Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, it is Big Blend Radio's Vacation Station Travel Show with Nancy and Lisa. And, you know, every fourth Tuesday, we get to chat with Debbie Stone. She's a travel writer that tours the world and the country. And she is back to talk about her adventures at Skamania Lodge in Washington State. And I encourage you to go to their website. It's skamania.com. I want to say ska mania, but it's not. It's S-K-A, like ska music. Mania.com. But this is, you know, beside the mania part, this is a place to really rejuvenate, relax, and get your body fit and out and just really refocus, recenter, and feel good. And we've got her article up on Blend Radio and TV.com. It's going to be featured on our next issue of Quality of Life magazine. But hey, welcome back to the show, Fire Monkey. We call her Fire Monkey for a good reason. Welcome back. How are you, Debbie? <laughs> I am doing well. You hope are you ladies doing well too? We're good. doing good. We're doing good. But I do want to say Skalmania. I can't help it. It just is. <laughs> and the name is so interesting. And it's got to be Native American, right? From yes. the indigenous roots of yes. the area. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this property, it's a resort um, out in the Columbia Gorge area, which I know you like to spend time in all those waterfalls and all the hiking. Nice. But it seems like this is one of those places you can go outside the resort and, you know, go hiking and explore the sites and go dining and wine tasting, like you say in your article. But it seems like for someone who just needs to stop and reset everything, or even a whole family, you know, or even a business meeting, a retreat, this would be the place to just, no matter if you need to stop anything and re, just reset the button, Reboot. this would be the, yeah, regroup and reset what's going on in life, this would be a place to do it. Definitely. I, I, I honestly think, I mean, this place has, you never need to leave the lodge, although, you know, the area and the scenic beauty around it, there's a lot to see and do. But if you wanted to just, you know, plant yourself at this lodge, at this resort, you, you know, could mm. easily find a million and one things to do. It's Or do nothing. And like you said, completely, you know, relax. There is an incredible spa there that you can uh, get wonderful treatments and help you uh, to relax and recharge. But there's, you know, there's a lot of wonderful activities and food is wonderful. Um, but it really is one of those places. It's a great getaway destination, um, particularly for people who um, are living in the Pacific Northwest. But if you're visiting the Pacific Northwest and you're down by that wonderful area of the gorge, which really is, is an area that straddles both Washington and Oregon on both sides. It's it's one of those places that I would say, you know, put your, you know, definitely put a put a a pin somewhere and say to yourself, I'm gonna I'm gonna get there because it truly is. It's it's a beautiful resort. It's beautiful views. Uh, staff are, are are super nice, really helpful, and you can do as much or as little as you want here. Mm, bucket list. That's- yeah, and so put on the bucket list. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I know that you know this is airing in you know November, and at the same time, um, kind of feel like a holiday gathering, or even yeah. do they do weddings? Like, do yeah, they do oh, that kind of thing? Do, yes, it's a spectacular wedding setting, and and like you were mentioning retreats and corporate retreats and all different kinds of retreats. They do it all because they have wonderful, you know, kind of uh, activities that you can do that, you know, break the ice or that get, you know, people to, you know, connect mm-hmm. with one another. But yeah, the wedding business is, is uh, quite uh, lively there. 
Mm. Ah, so it's nice. a nice, you know, it just seems like you can, you know, have your, you know, lodgings, wander out. Apparently you get to eat s'mores. Is that, that's an important thing. I don't care what time of year, like, honestly. <laughs> but was that, was that at a different restaurant or where were you? No, 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 s'mores? no, no. They have this, this wonderful fire pit out uh, side out in the back and uh, you can go there and you can, you know, hang out at the fire pit. They have little s'more kits you can get and roast your marshmallows and do the whole gooey Ooh. chocolate thing. And uh, they also have that whole back area is this big grassy field and they've got games that people can, you know, just take out of the box and Frisbees and all different kinds of things. So it's really, it, it, you know, like I said, it's really got something for everyone. You know, families, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Couples, it's great. You know, groups, it's it's wonderful too. A multi-generation, uh, wonderful as well, just because of the choice and the options that are available. Or you can sit on one of those w- wonderful Adirondack chairs and just, you know, just gaze out at, <laughs> gaze mm. out at the beautiful scenery, you know? Oh, man. That's so they scenery. thought it through, basically. They thought it through. Yes, they really, yeah. they really did. I think they, they, they put the types of activities and the types of facilities in that they thought would appeal to a number mm. of different people with different interests. And yeah. not only that, the, the lodge itself um, is one, has a wonderful lodge feel, but also has this incredible, impressive Northwest art collection. So you'll find art throughout the whole mm. lodge. And there's nice. even, you know, you can even get one of their little guides and go through and look and see and, you know, and uh, read about each of the, the artists and the, the particular sculptures or the paintings. So it's really, and then it all faces outwards so that you're looking at, you know, you're looking at the river out in the distance mm. of the mountains and it, and so you know they've really set it in a in a really spectacular idyllic nice. type of location let's awesome. let's talk about this fitness stuff because no. I, I you know when i looked at it i was like oh boy you know, like okay so i i, oh, I really no. want to ask i no no because it, it, it when i was reading your article and looking at the pictures number one it seems like you're nice and common centered but you know there's a if if you haven't been active and maybe you know your life need you you've you've maybe you know especially after covid so many people are still battling the covid weight right mm-hmm. and so there's a a shyness of it of like okay i know i need to go somewhere to just you know snap into a different place like i said that right. reset button um how does it feel go- i mean you know fire monkey is fire monkey she's fit as a fiddle she walks the world <laughs> literally um you know I, and i mean that go read her latest articles at the hadrian's wall she's walked the mm. wales coast path namibia i mean whatever but um how is the feeling for someone who says hey i know i need to get back in shape i need to do this and maybe i'm shy of the few extra pounds i've put on or maybe a few more than the extra pounds and going out there and doing something. Do you think it's a place that folks can do that and feel comfortable? I think absolutely. You know, they have a wonderful mm. gym, but if a gym is not your thing, and usually for me, if, if the outdoors is, is uh, as wonderful as it is out where in this gorge area, I want to be outdoors to do my fitness. And what they've done is they've created a, a few hiking trails on the property that are very moderate uh, for the mm. most part. And, and so you can go at your pace and walk through the trails on the property, which is really, really nice. And, That's you know, cool. they do have, they do have a fitness trail, which has, uh, you know, uh, several fitness stations that you hit along the way. And they have, you know, instructions, but they have instructions for different, you know, different 
levels, different exercises. So if you want to up the ante, you can do something that's more advanced. If you want to, you know, do something that's not as advanced, it's, it's more your speed, then you, you know, you, you've got choices and they give you, they give you those choices, which is really nice. So you, you mm. know, there's something, I, like I said, there's something for everyone and you don't need, you don't need to be in a gym or to feel intimidated by even going to a gym because you can be outside and do, do this stuff on your own. And not only that, there's, you know, I mean, uh, I was on the zipline tour, which they offer there, which Ooh. is is wonderful. Cool. And there were, you know, I would say half the people were first timers, and there were people of different ages, and everybody had such a wonderful time. The guides are really they're really safety conscious, but they're also they really are fun and upbeat, and they make people feel really good and confident. And you know, once you do that first zipline, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I did it! This was this is so cool, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's such a sense of of uh, excitement. And and a feeling of, of confidence and, you know, accomplishment when you've done something, you know, for the first time. And so, you know, it's, I think, I think it's not, I think it's a very, a very accepting and a very um, accessible place for anybody. And you're allowed to have your wine at the end of the day, right? And that's the <laughs> oh important God, thing. Of no, course. No one's going to tell you mm-hmm. no. And listen, if you're really angry at your boss, there's axe throwing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to do, do that. I feel like I need some extra. Just, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, we just went through a big deadline, rough magazine publishing time. You know, it's never easy. And I think, you know, all of us in some kind of work sphere or life sphere, hey, sure, sure. want to throw nets and you might as well do it yeah. in a safe environment. But that's um, right. That's right. You say it's primal, it's true. Yeah, and is, you know, but, you know it, it's yeah. they they told me that the axe throwing is probably one of the more popular corporate retreat activities. Wow! So yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, I'm just visualizing who's the real bullseye yeah. and throwing the axe. And, Listen, and this, then, this, but then now you release your yeah. bad energy yeah. with the throw. You yeah. Know, you know, so Absolutely. That you can get over it. And move on. Well, that's the thing about exercise, too, is is in a whole. Like, okay, listen, I'm just going to say, all mother and daughters, you may not want to do X throwing at the same time. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I'm just kidding. I just put it there. It's funny. Everybody asks how we do this together, mother, daughter, Nancy and I. And it's like, yeah, well, but we don't do it at the same time. I have a really good aim. That's right. See, so it's, probably, it's probably, and it's probably not a good idea for husband and wives to do it either. No, exactly. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> thing. Don't don't talk, take Uncle. Well, you could two go, different sides actually, of the field. No. I would say you should do axe throwing before you have any holiday gathering. In fact, yeah. if you're going to do the wedding, you know we've got the bridezilla, the momzilla, like mother-in-laws. Everybody go axe throwing before the actual event, and, and then everybody after. will be fine. Because it does take that energy out. Like there's so many studies that talk about if you are inactive, you're keeping all that little anger, like drama stuff stuck in your cells and they're stuck in your fat cells. So your fat cells are angry and mean, but if no, it's true. If they they just start attacking, but if you start exercising and moving them, you're sweating them out, sweat out that anger and that drama and you feel better. You get endorphins and all of these cool, like things, you know, just enjoying your body gets happy when you you start to move. So, and and also there's something, something there that they, 
um, promote, which is called forest bathing. And, uh, you know, it's not your primal primal release activity, but it's one of these very meditative types of activities, and they give you a guide you can follow, and it's really just about you know, kind of just being, you know, in touch with your, with nature and kind of embracing your senses. And, Mm. you know, they, 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 they show you that research, you know, has proven that, you know, there's some really great health benefits and, you know, lower blood pressure and just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's, it's just like, it really is just a meditative kind of walk through the forest and, you know, it's peaceful, it's quiet. You can listen to the sounds of the forest and, and really, I don't know, just kind of, Kind of, you know, de de completely de stress. You know, it beats jumping. That's my jack. style. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and the axe throwing—you don't have to like kill trees. You can no, axe no, throwing, no. Yeah. meditate in the no. forest. I could get into the axe throwing before I can get into jumping jacks. No, I'm. I'm. <laughs> but then they have that on the trail. You did that where you yes. there those. You know, oh, yeah. this is something we we actually you know as we do our parks. You know, we went from national sure. parks to everything. Yeah, And so we're looking at community parks and going, okay, what do you have? And you see these fitness trails and how, you know, and they show you how you're supposed to use these, you know, things. Like, right. I don't know how to do that stuff, but apparently you're a fire monkey and you know how to swing on those things. You do. I know you do. So you did that. You did those fitness trails where you actually like yeah. use that equipment. That's cool. Yeah. And it's very, you know, it's very basic equipment, you know, sometimes it's like a, a, a plank, like a balance beam type of thing, or sometimes you're, mm-hmm. you know, you might be doing some kind of push-up thing, and you could do modifications on it, you could, you know, there's all sorts of things that you can do, and it really is, it's, like I said, it's really your level, your your comfort zone to do that, but it, it's kind of nice to go through it, and you see what the suggestions and recommendations are, otherwise, if you're not going to do any of it, you can just still take the walk, you know, you know. So yeah. that's. I feel like when you're in nature and you're in a wilderness kind of area and you're doing like a push-ups and stuff, I think the yeah. birds and animals and insects are all looking at you going, good dad. You're the same. Funny. No, I you're really do. I think now they're watching and they're like, hmm, should we be doing that? <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, but no, look, but, but there is that... Um, there's something about being physical in nature that I'm not right. knocking gyms at all. No, no, I know. No. I mean, they're very necessary, but being outdoors yeah. and in a really beautiful setting mm-hmm. and having that real fresh air. And I think it yeah. is the fresh air. I oh, think there's being... something already invigorating that leads yep. you to, and you, I think you have um, a better I don't know, like when you're trying to just pump things out in a gym, right? You're pumping it out and you're, it, it is almost right. like an angry thing. But, but when a... you're out in nature, you can take, you can take your time and exercise, even if you yeah. have to do more cardio, but there's this centered part. I don't know how to explain it other than it's more centered and you're, you're filling your lungs with this fresh air. I mean, Washington right. state, you can't get, I mean, that's fresh but air. That's good. They're yeah, both they're both field. good. They're both good, but yeah, just they're both they both thing. have their they both have their purposes. My my own personal opinion is, is if I have a chance choice between walking on a treadmill and walking outside, uh, there's no there's no you know hands down yeah. I'll be walking outside unless it's really bad weather for example or something. But you know yeah. it's just 
it just it, it makes the time go by faster. I take I notice things, or else I can think about things that maybe I'm thinking mm-hmm. about uh, problem solving or what I'm gonna, something in the date that I'm doing mm-hmm. or whatever it is. But it gives me a chance to kind of just air out things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it is. It's more centered. And, and like when you're doing your exercise, it's almost more meditative and more focused right. on the breath. Whereas yes. in a gym, you, you're still doing that. But there's this, I don't know, it just being outdoors is really cool when you have these experiences in places like where you, Skamania, Skamania, right. sorry, sc- <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do it right. Skamania, yeah. But, but you're at this resort, you've got tree houses that you can stay in. Like, who doesn't want to stay in a tree house? I want to stay I in a tree that. house. And, and these tree houses cool. are really cool because, you know, they have the full baths. Awesome. There's, you know, fireplaces. Oh. There's fire pits. There's these beautiful decks. They have king-size beds. They have, you know, outdoor dining areas. And, you know, they're, they're actually building a few more because they've been so popular, you know. And, mm. I mean, and you can just walk, you know, from, from the tree house, you can just walk over to the lodge if you want and take part in any of the activities or go into, you know, the lodges, the Cascade Dining Room or the lounge, the River Rock Lounge. Mm. And, you know, so you, you, you know, there's food, there's definitely food and you don't, you know, if you didn't want to bring your food and didn't want to, you know, have to deal with that, well, you have options, you know? So yeah. can you like, is there a vine where you can hang on to it and swing to the next cabin going, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can, you can do that on the zip lining tour, but not from the tree house. <laughs> that was so much fun. Like, I'm going to go visit my neighbor. Oh, <laughs> well, and, and this, this, I love that. But the treehouse, you know, I'm so glad you said, oh, you have your own bathroom because a lot of people think, oh, OK, we're right. You know, yeah. we're, we're no, these, these are the yeah. no, these are very these are very nice. Treehouses. They're luxury. They're not, yeah. yeah. You know, they're not, you know, very in there. You know what I what I say is they're they you know, they might be called rustic hospitality, but there's nothing rustic about them. <laughs> so, yeah, what, you know, you've got all your creature comforts and it's somebody it's should build nice the place. Tarzan Lodge where you can get on a. <laughs> She wants you to swing that, down. That, that'll be a that's a project for you, Nancy. Okay. Yeah, I know. I think she's going to swing down and get the axe. Oh my gosh! So give her a mocktail. This is something I want to. I know because about. it would be so yeah. much fun. You're going to visit your neighbor and just get on the vine and swing yeah. on over. Oh, hi, hi, boss, Hello. on the on the business retreat. Hi, boss. Um, that is funny though. But the the food and the drink and the the different restaurants and everything that you went through on food, which I know you're pescatarian and you're always looking lighter kind of food and everything and s'mores that's lighter fare fire monkey. But you know you talk you put in, 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 yeah and in the Pacific Northwest you know you get all that fresh seafood so that's for me See, a, a it's real there. Plus. Yeah you, you you mentioned mocktails and this is something we're noticing. Mm everywhere that mocktails are on the yeah. rise so yeah. it's it and i think this is kind of cool for you know it's kind of it used to be if you don't drink alcohol here's your coke or soda that most of us that don't drink alcohol right that's actually the last thing we want we're either right. you know we don't so this is a interesting thing to me about this revolution that's happening we're seeing um even sodas and regular drinks. drinks like you could get in the store change up to, yes, we actually all want to drink something. It doesn't always have to have alcohol in it. Right. And it right. doesn't need to be, you know, Tang or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't need Ooh. to be Kool-Aid. No offense to Tang or Kool-Aid because that is fun. But it's we want it to be 
just as thoughtful as a cocktail. So yeah, that was yeah. interesting to me. And I, and it makes sense where you are that they would have that. Sure. You know, and I think it's, it's, it's wonderful to be able to, you know, if, if you don't want alcohol to be able to have a fun drink that has a really cool flavor fusion mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, and, and you still feel like it's a sophisticated beverage, but it doesn't have the alcohol. Right. That someone took time into crafting. It's like, you know, like there's always that, you know, and, you know, the um, hibiscus tea and hibiscus uh, drinks that they make in Mexico. Like, honestly, I wouldn't want to put alcohol in it. And, you know, we love our wine and and cocktails. But honestly, there's just certain drinks that are so good. And it's like, leave them alone. (laughs) And and people should just enjoy them. that, 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 That flavor. And we miss that. And I really love to see this revolution of that because also for people who don't drink, they need to be able to feel part of that culture too. And I think when you think about wellness retreats and work retreats, that that that's an interesting thing now, especially when yes. we talk about mental health and yeah. uh, people who need to stay away from drinking. Sure. So they seem to have this balance there that you could probably, it used to be, you know, business retreats was the big rah-rah thing and right people that were trying not to drink ended up drinking again which isn't a good thing you know what I mean it's it's right um, I think it's, it seems I we're changing pe- yeah and I think people feel you know really comfortable if they can hold a drink that's not you know club soda or something like that you know and it's like yeah you know they're, they're having you know maybe they feel that you know that they can be a part of things and you know and still have this wonderful fun drink but you know they didn't want alcohol in it and yet they can right. still be a part of of something of a social gathering and um you know i know some people that you know years ago it used to be like oh my god you're you know walking around with a, a glass of club soda you know and mm-hmm. people are like looking at you or just saying you know making a comment to you mm-hmm. and it's and, and you know you just you sometimes people are are embarrassed about that but there's nothing to be embarrassed about i mean it it's just it's it's wonderful to be able to have the interesting and fun options if you want drinks without alcohol exactly but historically when there were gatherings alcohol played played a big part sure to to calm everybody down but it it doesn't work that well it calms some people and fires other people up so, right. <laughs> you know, depending on how fast and how much you drink and your own personal metabolism. Right. So, right. but alcohol has always been a part of gatherings. Socialized, social, social gatherings. Yes. You know, it's just, yeah. it's always so it's been. Nice. Yeah. It's just it's nice, nice to have something for people that yes. don't want to drink so that they exactly. can be a part of the experience. Without any, I think we're as a society becoming more inclusive, which is exciting. And it's yes. exciting even more for these places, restaurants, hotels, resorts like Scamania to really, you know, bring that in, especially being kind of this wellness retreat, right? You could go well, there. I, and, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You have, you have these, these, these options and, um, you know, the, all of these, you know, any of these drinks and everything, it, it all complements this wonderful food that you 
that you get there. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a lot of fresh, fresh seafood. They, they specialize in this, this steelhead, which was incredible, you know, and they have steelhead chowder and uh, pan-roasted steelhead and, you know, seafood stew. And, you know, they, they have a lot. They also have other options for people who are, uh, you know, uh, more like carnivorous, you know, carnivorous and, and enjoy meat dishes. And, and, yeah, and, 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 and vegetarians, you know. So, but it, it, Sounds it's, like it's nice to have. For those who are Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of brontosauruses, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. oh, my gosh. That's going to be my new pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> just saying but De- but debbie food wise i mean that it seems like you know you can have your nice you know and there's wine so listen for all of us who want the wine it seems like the wine list is there the food is there um yep. there's it's something all, for it's everyone. all there yeah oh, it's man. it's all there and like i said you don't need to leave the property and yet if you do leave the property there is yeah. a, a, a wonderful world out there of wonderful hiking and mm. you know more uh outdoor activities there's also the most incredible i thought one of the most incredible uh museums i've been to oh, the Columbia yes. Gorge interpreter center museum mm. and it was it was such a surprise because i really you know i i kind of thought i was oh it's it's not going to be that big of a deal it's you know but it my husband and i were just we were shocked it was so well done and i said oh, in my cool. story you could spend hours there it's all mm. interactive lewis and clark expedition first people oh, you know the, the whole gorge the the highway the the bonneville dam you know geology mm. it was it was terrific and really really special i was very very uh, taken aback by how how wonderful it was. And so that's like, awesome. you know, that's like five, that's like five minutes from the lodge, you know, and then there's that whole waterfall corridor with all those incredible waterfalls that you could just go from one to the other and, you know, mm. get your whole, whole, you know, fix on waterfalls out. And then there's, you know, this, the little town of Stevenson, which is right nearby, like less than 10 minutes away is also this little charming waterfront community, you know, lots of little, you know, shops and galleries and little local restaurants and a brew pub. And, you know, you can watch the, Oh, I loved watching all the, the uh, windsurfers out there because it's known mm. for being a big area for the windsurfers. And uh, there was this fun little place called Clark and Louie's, which I loved the name. Mm. And it was mm-hmm. like, you know, get your fish and chips there, watch the river. And, you know, so there's all, cool. there's, there's so many things to do that, you know, if you choose to leave the lodge, you'll have no, no lack of, of, uh, of attractions to, to, to visit. Cool. I think we've actually driven past it. Um, some of the areas seem real familiar to me, like Stevens, Stevenson and mm, uh, right. uh, Stevenson. Um, but and Bonneville, it just, I don't know, maybe right. I'm thinking Bonneville Flats in Utah, but looking mm-hmm. at it on the map right now, it seems like this would be um, a really easy gateway destination for Portland. As soon as we say Washington, Very everyone thinks so. Seattle, right? But this is more no. your Portland it's- area. It's very, well, it's, you know, it's a good, you know, it's, it's a great for Portland and it's, it is great for Seattle. I mean, it's like, you know, it's right there. And for people coming, you know, you're heading north or you're heading south, but it's, it's right there straddling on the border. And it's, it's, mm. I think it's a, you know, it's a really one, like I said, wonderful getaway destination because it is fairly close to, to both of those big urban uh, cities and environments. Mm. And yet they get sure. to get away and escape to, to one of the most beautiful scenic areas. Oh, I do know awesome. we did go by it. We did. I mm-hmm. just figured it out because we went mm-hmm. through. It's real close to Mount Hood. 
I mean, it's it's really on the border of Oregon and Washington, and yeah, and right that, there. I know exactly. We did. We mm-hmm. actually drove right. right by the lodge, and I know exact. Wow, mm-hmm. Debbie, Fire yeah. Monkey, you just keep swinging through the same areas, and we never get to see each other except for that one time in Santa Fe. I'm serious. This is like crazy. But really, I get I get you. You've got this thing that you're attached to that area, and it's it is. I I don't it's know how to explain it to area. people when you go. It's just so fresh. I think that's the thing about the Pacific Northwest is this freshness of the air. Yeah. And I think it's the forest, and I think that's you know, something the, in the, the water. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the big tall trees. It's it's the mm-hmm. water. It's the mountains. It's the you cheese. Know, it's the air. <laughs> that's it's so just, fresh. And, it, you know, yes, it rains a lot, but, you know, when it rains a lot, you get all that green, beautiful, ever evergreen. It's called the evergreen state. You know, it's just, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea because a lot of people are more interested in, you know, being in, in more sunny, beachy destinations. And, you know, it's not that there's not beaches. It's just that it's a, it's a really just oh, yeah. a different a different environment. Oh, my gosh. I encourage people to go through, like, Washington State and Oregon on the coast. Yeah. Um, the islands in Washington State are insanely oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, the the coastal drive of Oregon, oh, when you hit incredible. it at the right time, and even when it's cold and rainy and misty, yeah. there's like this whole other. It's a whole any, other field. You could write all kinds of novels there. Mystery you know, novels. Yeah, and it's it's very oh. mysterious and mystical, and you know, yeah. you're in the rainforest, and it's just you know, mm-hmm. to me, it's like primor- primordial, you know. And yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah. So there, you know, I I like it that way too. I like it when it's misting and kind of mm-hmm. in that kind of eerie feel to it. But it, it's just I don't know. It's just very very cool. Does it I don't connect get that to you? Sense. To you with Does when it, you you did just did yes. Hadrian's Wall in Europe and you know Italy and everything, but going back to Hadrian's Wall and like when you did the Wales Coast Path with the Celtic Trails and mm-hmm. um, when you did mm-hmm. all those, I mean, didn't you kind of connect back to the Pacific Northwest? And I wonder about it because of the English history in the Pacific Northwest. I know it, it they didn't go there going, oh, this looks like England that settle, but it's kind of interesting that it happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it is kind of Aside from it, the really, well, they have the big trees too, but not, it's just different, but it feels it's, almost it's, it, that way. It's different, but, you know, the weather in the British Isles is similar to the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. in terms of the fact that they get, a, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of rain and mist and, you know, that kind of quality yeah. to it, you know. Uh, so there is there is that similarity in terms of the, the weather. And, you know, you if you've lived in the Pacific Northwest, which I, I did for many, many years, you know, you're not, you're not afraid of rain and rain doesn't stop you from being outdoors. In fact, sometimes it's wonderful you know and so if you're in the british isles that's the the same thing you mm-hmm. you understand that if you want to uh, get out and enjoy the, the, the landscape you have to you know you just put on a good raincoat and layers and that's about it you know that's it. wow yeah i mean we lived in england for two years and so it's like get out or yeah. what are you going to do yeah you know, i mean we're, right now we're recording in Madison, Wisconsin, and we went through snow. And what are you going to do? You get yeah. out. You you yeah. you know. Well, we, I had toddies first. It made it a lot easier. But you know, yeah. just say if you're going <laughs> to shovel snow, have a toddy first. But no, but yeah. it's true. Um, you have to embrace it, and it really is about good clothing. And and you know, without a doubt, pair it down. Just have what hey, you really need. We take need. showers and travel. get in the bathtub and and fill it up with water. But don't go outside. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's you know, and I tell people, you know, I'm I'm like, you know, 
sure, if you want to go to the Pacific Northwest and you want the most optimal weather conditions, you're going to go, you know, probably in the summertime or the early yeah. fall or whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. I tell people, I, do, I, I encourage them, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you know, if you can't get away in the summer, if that's not going to work out with your schedule, you should just go because you will appreciate it's it, cool. you know, no matter what, you will just, you will appreciate it. And, yeah, because there's know, something it, it, about being there. Yes, where, season where, is And awesome. understanding what people are living in, in, in yes. those specific areas. To me, that's a thing. To go when it's always a popular time, you know, is not. Of course. And and I can say that now because we're out of those places at that time. Right. right now. But but it's going to happen in a few minutes. We're going to be like, you know, going, yeah. why did we do this? But you do it because you get an understanding of people. You of know, you course. read novels, right? And they talk yeah. about someone going through this weather or that weather. Well, if you've experienced it a little bit, as a traveler, we have the opportunity to experience a little bit and not live in it. Right. And then you have the idea of, wow, this is what this town really is made of. Um, it's If you always go at the opportune time, you'll never understand the grit and the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears that made it a community and how people and, survive. And, and so, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I totally, I think you, you, you hit the, the nail on the head there. I think it's important, you know, you, you don't, you can't, you can't always go at the most optimum time. And sometimes it's, it's always, you know, if it's, if it is the optimum time, maybe it's more crowded, maybe it's more expensive to go, you know, it's just, so sometimes going in an off season situation, I always tell people one of my favorite times to go to the Oregon coast is in the winter when the storm season is, you know, and yeah, I mean, I awesome. love, I love watching the storms on the ocean and, mm-hmm. you know, curling up in front of a fireplace and looking at i mean i i think that that that's like perfect for me you know it's like know, tucson can, in the monsoon yeah. season is one of the most yeah. magical experiences but can like you the imagine desert those, in the summer like mm. in yeah. the 17 1800s and i know they're on their ships and they're out at yeah. sea during that weather yeah come on yep and we're it's sitting so, in the living room like watching movies having a cocktail and going this oh, is a mocktail <laughs> well, well, listen, Debbie, I wanted to say, you know, I, I mentioned Tucson, you're going to be on our show again next month, uh, talking about Arizona. So you're flipping the switch. You're going yeah. from the Pacific Northwest. Now we're going to go to Arizona, Southwest. Antelope Canyon, yep. yeah, Southwest, Antelope Canyon, which is uh, on so yeah. many people's bucket list horseshoe bin you so you kayak so that's part of the colorado river that you kayaked right it, it, yeah we went on a, it was a raft we didn't go on a kayak we were on a raft but oh it yeah, was, sorry um, yeah i always want to put you is. on a kayak but while well, you're on the boat back <laughs> you're on putting a me boat. on a boat it's on a boat no matter what right <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just like whatever floats <laughs> listen it's all about getting the fire monkey to settle down in like something that floats that's the whole thing she actually does it she got she got in kayaks in italy like Seriously, I, I'm I'm never going to stop messing with you for the rest of my life. I know you won't. I know you won't. <laughs> she's on a boat. She's not on a boat. No, I am. No, she is a fire monkey. But listen, uh, I, I think it's so cool that you, I can't wait for this. Uh, you've got a, a couple articles up for people. Um, but everyone stay tuned for that in December talking about mm. Antelope Canyon. Again, that's one of those. You have to oh, reserve nice. ahead, as far as I understand, like to get that mm-hmm. and be able to yes. do it. And um, mm-hmm. you got to do it. And that is a bucket list. Was that on a bucket list for you? It was for me. I Once yeah. I, you know, the first time I ever saw pictures of that, I was just like, where oh. is that? I have to go. You know, it mm-hmm. was just, 
it's 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 really an incredible surreal and amazing amazing formation that is just it's just awesome experience i can't wait to talk about it with you Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So everyone stay tuned at uh, Travel Monkey. I'm going to Travel Monkey. Fire Monkey. <laughs> I, no, you know what it is? Because you, you know your your uh, handle on Twitter, like Travel Stone. So I'm always like yes. Travel Stone. Yes. Fire Monkey. I've got a bunch of names. So there's Debbie Stone, which is Debbie's name. <laughs> there's Fire Monkey. There's Travel Stone on Twitter. But who knows how long we're all going to stay on Twitter. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, we won't go there now. But um Anyway, she travels the world. She crosses the country in a kayak, sometimes swinging from trees on a zip line. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just saying, you, know, uh, you have a bunch of names that go with it, and they're all positive and fun, and, and we love it. So everyone, uh, her article again uh, about Skamania uh, Lodge and Resort is up on blendradioandtv.com. Also watch for it in our second or third issue of Quality of Life magazine coming up. It'll be in there as one of those destinations to go reset and rejuvenate. Uh, definitely a quality of life destination. And go to their website, skamania.com. It's S-K-A-M-A-N-I-A.com. And keep up with us here at bigblendradio.com. Every fourth Tuesday, it's Fire Monkey. We should have you. We, we should have had you on a Friday show so we could call it Fire Monkey Friday. But oh, yeah. That was, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But it's Travel <laughs> Tuesday because you're always traveling. So that's how it is. So thank you so much, Debbie. See, I used thank Debbie you, word. ladies. <laughs> I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. Cool. Take, you care. take care. Bye. Bye-bye.